0: welcome you're tuned into the living in rhythm podcast where we wax philosophy and experience in the art and science of living in rhythm i'm sister sunday and i came here to let my soul shine it's a lifestyle you know what i'm saying This week we are peering beyond the veil into the mystic. This is the official beginning of the eclipse season. This second phase of the axis of love and powers coming up on this new moon, south node solar eclipse. So we're going to talk about that a lot today. And then we're going to talk about the sun in Scorpio. It's actually joined with Libra, or it's joined with Venus in Libra and they are transitioning together into Scorpio which is going to be amazing when the moon comes to join them. It'll be the moon, the sun, and Venus all in the sign of Scorpio with the south node. So we'll get into the details around that. But we also have some really big things happening with the planets. We've got Jupiter that's retrograding into Pisces this week. And Saturn has officially gone direct, which is marking the final phase of its Progression through the sign of Aquarius, so that's happening, and then this is the last week of Mars going direct. As the next week, it'll be retrograding through the sign of Gemini. So we'll uh, feel into that a little bit and just really talk about this evolutionary pathway of the South Node solar eclipse that's coming up on this new moon. So let's take a moment to tune into that. Good, thanks. And take a nice deep inhale. And as you exhale, root into your seat or your feet, and then a little bit deeper, sink your roots into the earth. Feel that groundedness, that connection to the earth connected into the deep, rich soil. And then as far as you can go into the earth anchoring, into the core center of this earth that we live on, this blue star. And just take a moment to spread yourself out from that anchored place, feeling into the four directions, the front, the back the right, the left, or the north, south, east, and west. And continue to breathe and regulate your own breath rhythm in tune with your heartbeat that's in the center of it all. And as you begin to circulate into these directions, you want to start to feel into the star points, the diagonals that are in the field, and see if you can take up a little bit more space in your field in your space bubble and one more deep breath just inhale as full as you can with this awareness this beautiful spacious awareness of your field inhale a little bit more and then exhale allow the breath to leave the body I always like to bring my hands to my heart and just feel the heartbeat Pulse it into the field. And just acknowledge your own presence here, your own center of gravity, anchored into the roots, expanded into the sky. And use this presence to really tune in. And I've been encouraging all of us to just practice this simple tuning in throughout the day, one day at a time, you know, as much as we can, just presence ourselves, come into our center of gravity. Acknowledge our heartbeat in the center of it all and really start to pulse energy and vitality in the field. And as we do that, you know, we've been working our way through the Hermetic Principles. There's this idea of really creating a rhythm and intentionally causally affecting our space by just being more present, by being more aware of our center of gravity and the nature of the way we're holding ourselves. And then we can start to tune into the feedback that surrounds that, the feedback that's coming into us. And what a beautiful time to really practice this than an eclipse season. So the eclipse season officially begins, you know, as the moon begins to phase towards its cycle that it's going to have its eclipse. Now the eclipse is taking place on October 25th, which is a new moon. In Scorpio, in the sign of Scorpio. And it's really powerful because a new moon starting an eclipse cycle sort of really marks the beginning. Every new moon is a new beginning, a new month, or a new month. It's a new cycle beginning. And, you know, we talk about this every new moon how it's a wonderful time to set new intentions, to make make plans, make prayers to step into how can we, how can I maximize this next wave cycle of an of a new moon and maximize that moment so that you can sort of see the fruition and the the coming to the fullness as the full moon waxes. And so this this wax and wane that we talk about all the time as we we practice living in rhythm is it's one of my favorite things when we come to the eclipse because an eclipse marks not only this, well, especially this one being a new moon, it marks a new moon cycle. It also marks a new six month cycle. Any eclipse beginning, every eclipse cycle begins a new six month phase. So we're here at the new moon in Scorpio, or we will be on the 25th. We have have a six month this the intentions and the work that we do in this next month and this next moon cycle from the new moon to the full moon which will be a lunar eclipse and then as that wanes back to the new moon that will complete the the lunar cycle that will be these are these are powerful seeds for the next 6 months and if you've been listening to the pod and you you potentially even took the workshop that I presented back in the Taurus season, which marked the beginning of this axis of love and power where these eclipses started happening in the, where the nodes are in Taurus and Scorpio. So this really all this cycle really, really began back in April, April 30th and May 6th were the, I think May 6th, it's definitely April 30th was the mark of the, the beginning of this axis of love and power where, where the eclipses are happening. And so six months ago, you can kind of reflect in your life and see what happened or what was happening. What were my intentions and my focus, my focal points back in April, March, April, and May, where this eclipse cycle really began. And now here we are at a new moon, solar eclipse, which a solar eclipse happens where, when the moon basically transitions, it trans it transits between the Earth and the Sun, and it basically gives us it it shades the 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 light of the Sun, and so this one's partial, which means that it's not exact; not the degrees are off. We'll get into the degrees and the degrees in a little bit but it's not an exact so it's only going to cover part of the suns it's only going to cover part of the solar light that we'll see from earth we're not this is not visible from the united states so it's it's more potent when when you can see where it's where the transition is happening and uh we'll talk more about that but the thing that i want you to get is that the beginning of an eclipse this eclipse cycle is happening on a new moon which is interesting because the, the solar eclipse, this new moon is basically really setting the tone for the next six months. And so all the things that you can do during this eclipse cycle to to just set long term goals, like not long term, but six month term goals. <laughs> Some people that's a long term, you know, and that's kind of the point is it, I love using these lunar cycles because they help me mark time and space. And I can really work on, I work on manifesting in these times. And so for example, the, the South node being where the eclipse is this year, or this, this phase is in the sign of Scorpio. And what's powerful about the North node and the South node. So this changes depending on what's happening in the, in the cosmos, but this particular eclipse, this solar eclipse is a South node solar eclipse Which means that it's happening in the the southern nodal point, where they basically in in astrology, in Vedic astrology, in esoteric studies, the south node is recognized as the tail of the dragon, versus the north node, which is sort of identified as the head of the dragon. So you can think about the head is where we're heading, the tails is where we've been and what's behind us. And so this south node, solar eclipse, is a new moon marking a a deep, deep surrender, deep, deep surrender. And I think it's absolutely powerful that it's happening in the zodiac sign of Scorpio. Because Scorpio represents surrender itself too. It represents the shedding of the skin, the shedding of the leaves, the decomposition that occurs that as, as things start to phase into this middle phase of autumn, that's what Scorpio represents. It's the middle phase of autumn. This is when it, when we start to really feel the effects of the season change. If you live in this, in, in a, in a place where you can see the seasons change or experience them. Regardless, this is happening on a cyclical level. And so this, this drawing back, this waning that's occurring of the solar energy in an autumnal phase is mimicking the waning effect of a waning moon towards a new moon. Now this, this surrendering that's occurring from the tail of the dragon, it's like this it's really powerful because I I think of it like it's those things that we tend to like fall back on the the south node is is a real comfort zone place that we we find our our patterns and our mode of operation our general mode of operation occurs in that south nodal phase or in those south nodal signs and that's on a personal level, but when we think about the south node on a collective level, so collectively it's occurring in this sign of Scorpio, like I said, it's really, it harkens this, the south node is a collective, it shows how we, how we all like as a, as a norm, as a normality, these are the norm, the norms almost that occur in a collective south node. And so we can feel how so much has been bring, being broken down and revealed. And that's kind of the thing with Scorpio too. It shows the bones. It shows the skeleton of the trees. It shows the rawness of earth when things die and fade. They fade and they decompose. Now that's that's really the essence of this this new moon this new moon, in my personal opinion, is bringing up this, like, I know I've been talking about it for a really long time, but we are not done shedding layers as far as just like, what can you let go of? And a new moon solar eclipse with the south node is the perfect place to just leave it behind, to let it go, to actually see how light, how, how clear, how raw we can get with ourselves so that we can actually start to use the magic or the the essence of life for really what it is just recognizing it what it is that pure essence really comes through when everything else has been stripped away. And I feel like this is where we have to pull back the layers, all the layers, all the the masks, all the identities, all the stuff that we, I, that we think of as ourselves and just let them fall, let it fall away in order to be renewed. So I'll get back into that in a little bit, but I want to talk a little bit about this particular, the, the, the astrology basically of this particular eclipse, because it's happening. It's happening with the, with Venus. So Venus, as I said in the previous episode, Venus has been traveling with the sun through the last phase of Libra and they did their final closeout, the Kazemi is what it's called, where they line up exactly and they're basically hanging together. They're they're just like kind of moving forward together and they crossed into the sign of Scorpio together. (laughs) And at this moment of this eclipse... They're, they are basically the sun and the moon and Venus will all be at two degrees Scorpio. And then what makes it partial is that that South node is slightly, if it was two degrees, it would be exact, but it's, it's at 13 degrees, that South node. So you could even look and see like in your chart, if you have anything between two degrees and, you know, one degree Scorpio to like 15 degrees Scorpio and a little bit on each in each direction. But if you have those particular two degrees, 13 degrees in the sign of Scorpio, Aquarius, Taurus, and Leo, if you have something in those signs, these are definitely being activated by this eclipse. Okay, all of us are experiencing it, but especially those of you that have that two or 13 degrees. And so The, the thing about this eclipse is that when the sun and the moon come together on a regular, like during a a month cycle, that's the new moon. They come together, they join at the same degree and the, in the same sign and it's a power play, but it's also really interesting because the mute, the moon's light is muted in a normal new moon. The moon's light becomes muted because it's on the same side as the sun. So we don't see the moon. That's what that waning crescent towards a new moon. We don't see it. Now, what's really powerful about a solar eclipse is that the sun and the moon's light is in such a way, their alignment with the node is in such a way that it basically shows the, the moon covering the sun. And so actually the sun's light is dimmed through a solar eclipse. The sun's light gets covered by the moon. Powerful stuff you know? And so that being said, it's the sun is, is the way we shine in, in astrology. The archetype is that the sun is our solar energy. It's our, it's our light. It's the way we project and shine our light in this world. The moon is our internal working, our emotional working, our subconscious. It's, it's that deep within it's our intuition. It's our inner guidance. So when they come together, with Venus, which is all about our value systems, our possessions, the things that we find beauty and appreciation in, the things that we find meaning in, having them come together, the sun, the moon, and Venus with the south node sort of brings up this effect for me of really honing in. I feel like I'm, I'm ready to let go of some some belief systems and some ideas that I've been holding on to. I mean, I've really have been for, this has been going on for the last six months. I started it <laughs> in the beginning of this, this axial phase of eclipses. I, I'm calling it the axis of love and power, these nodes, because it really is about how much we love and value and find meaning and how much we can take our power back. So for me, I'm, I've been really honing in on the things that are like, what has been, what have I been valuing and, and putting, uh, appreciation and deep meaning into that is no longer serving my, my true empowerment, the things that are going to make me, that, that make me whole and myself, my raw, true, authentic self and, these are the days, this is the work of the times of this Aquarian Dawn. These are the works of the time to actually finesse our own sense of self, our center of gravity, to really get super clear in our vibrational resonance and our true presence so that that, you know, we talk about it all the time so that that pulse is like emanating some sort of steady cosmic resonant frequency rather than some dissonant offbeat frequency. This is what's going to help us all, you know, get to the next level. We're up leveling here. And so with this eclipse cycle beginning, this new moon joined with the sun, it's been happening for a couple days. And it's just like, it's so powerful. It's so powerful and beautiful that we can start to like have the, the strength and the clarity with an eclipse cycle. We can get, we can have clarity I feel like things are revealed. And as I spoke about in the previous session I titled it synchronicity, we were talking about the cosmic synchronizations that happen throughout the day, the way that the world, the way that earth and life communicates to us. And how if we're open and tuned in we can we can really get the we can get the message clearly and and then act accordingly, cause and effect. When it comes to Scorpio, the archetype of the of scorpio is the scorpion the eagle or the phoenix this is so much about for me it's so representative of the phoenix right now i'm really connecting with that 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 things have have gone down to the core so that i can rise again from the ashes we can rise our true self our luminous self and it's it's really the the thing about the scorpio season too is that as things are raw and stripped away, we we begin to identify, like we have no choice but to surrender to the element of to the cycle of life, true cycle of life. And this happens over and over again once a month. This is the moon as well, like the moon waxing and waning is that same effect. Well here we are in the season in the northern hemisphere. We're in the season of autumn, the season of the fall entering into Scorpio, it represents that middle phase where everything is the rawest. And I talk about it, like it's, it's commonly spoken of as the veil. The veil is thin during this time, during the Somming time, the veil is thin. In fact, in certain cultures, they celebrate the day of the dead. This is a time to celebrate our ancestors, to celebrate our Where we come from, the roots, our roots, the things that as everything falls back into the earth, that rootedness, we come back to our roots, we come back to the soil, we come back home, we gather in around the fireplace, we drink warm, warm tea and eat warm soups and we, you know, take care of our heart and our crown with the hats and vests and scarves and it's like this pulling inward is the way. And the thing that I love about that is that the, because the, the, I'm always like curious, like why the veil? And the truth is, is as we calm things down, as things quiet, as things consolidate and come inward, we can really start to sense and feel. We can start to see if it, things would become more simple. And I really love that. I feel like the simplicity is so key right now. There's a contentment in in being present and being in the moment and just being with what is because that's how we can, when we get really clear about that, then we can start to be more inspired by, I mean, we get divine inspiration from that place. And what I find is that so much, when there's so much noise and so much loudness and so much energy and sometimes so much light, when there's so much light in the day, there's so much to do. Like in the middle of the summer, there's so much light. We have the days last longer. So we have to, we're busy. And as things start to calm down and quiet down, you can hear, you can see, you can feel, you can tune in, you know? And so. Again, that Venus being there with the moon and the sun and the south node, it's asking, I'm taking this time, these next couple weeks with this with this solar eclipse, to just surrender a little bit deeper, to surrender a little bit more to my own rhythmic resonance, to my own heartbeat, to be okay with the moment, to just practice that that sense of of self surrender and deep deep presence so that i can start to feel and sense and peer beyond the veil into the mystic because this is a magical magical time we live in these times these days but especially this time of year we we basically have there this is a time for visioning and envisioning for sowing seeds for creating for stirring energy, consolidated energy that we can cultivate and keep and start to manifest as we grow it into the sea, as the season grows. Well, you know, towards spring, we can watch it grow, but this is where we're just drawing in the energy and getting the, the root to the root of the matter. What do we want to create? How do I want to show up? What do I want to do with my time? Who do I want to be? you know how do i want to be is really more like it and so the the new moon solar eclipse is offering up a very deep moment for prayer and intention and also for just deep listening and tuning in to see what where and how is the world speaking to me where am i Where's what's clear? what what can be revealed through this mystic magical time? What can be revealed as the shadow of the as the moon basically covers the sun's light, I have a moment to look inward. I have some time to go deep within and get some revelations, some mystic revelations. <laughs> you know, and it we'll talk about it in, in a couple weeks when there's the lunar eclipse. That's where the north node is, is in Taurus. And so that's coming, but see, see what we can see if you can play with this for yourself. And I'm doing it too. No, I'm doing it it too. That as we as the moon enters into this joining with the sun and Venus and the South Node, how can I, I'm asking myself, how can I shed more layers? I want to be brave with this, like be so brave with this and know that these are the, these are the seeds for the future, that these are deep prayers that you can ride a giant wave with into the next six months, into the next eclipse season, which is, which will be in Taurus season. It's also a magical time because during the last eclipse season, in the last Taurus season, that was we basically had Saturn just shortly after that Saturn began to square the nodes. And for me, the the Saturn has been transition, transiting through the sign of Aquarius and it's retrograding. It actually has been retrograding. As of this recording, it's direct Saturn is, is going direct in Aquarius regardless during this retro and during this time period, Saturn has been making an angle, a 90 degree angle to the moon's nodes in Taurus and Scorpio. And that foundation of where we've been and where we're going has been being rewritten. That's what I take from that Saturn squaring the nodes. And so just again, it's like, what's being, what else can I just really like, we want to get to the raw core foundation of it all. And so that we can start to truly build because I, this is, this is the best part. As I record this, Saturn is going direct. It's moving forward into in the final degrees of Aquarius. It'll be heading into Pisces by spring which is interesting again there's a lot of change like i feel like this this eclipse season is prepping us for major transitions that are happening beginning march, april and may of 2023. Pluto's going into Aquarius, Saturn will be going into Pisces. We got the nodes the nodes continuing their axis of love and power. How do i find more self-love, more empowerment through this time? And so the Saturn squaring the nodes has been Creating a little fiction, asking us to rewrite the script and rewrite the foundation and lay the lay the firm foundation is what it is. And I always think of Bob Marley, you know, the stone that the builder refuse will always be the head cornerstone. And so it's this vibe of like, what? Just last look, last call. Where? What can I gather? What can I gather to build this final this final layer of foundation? for the future. This is, we have six months to do this. Okay. So no pressure. You don't have to do it today, (laughs) but, but focus on it because we have a six month prayer window, a a six months window to actually lay the foundation, lay it, begin it, begin to lay the foundation. And it's beautiful because it's all at home. It's close to home. It's all within. And so this is for, for the good of your own unique presence and your own fulfillment in this time but also for the good of humanity, if we can do it with that heartbeat in the center of it all, you know, like find that heartbeat rhythm, that rhythmic resonance, that's your own, put it in the center of the home and then build that foundation and activate all the directions of energy, all the corners, you know? So this is what, this is what we're, we're stepping into this, this phase of, (laughs) no pressure. Uh, but it's, it's really fun too, because I, the way that I'm, I'm going to ride this next wave as well as, as that Saturn begins to go direct and, and move off the nodes a little bit. It's going to feel to me like we're able to actually, we're actually able to, to get the work done. I feel like it's been a little bit in the organizing and foundational patterns that it's been hard to see it in the third dimension, so to speak, as things move forward, I think we're going to start to get more clear, more clear feedback, more clear foundation, like tangible things that we can actually like work with instead of just all of this dreaming up. And so I'm, I'm encouraging all of us calling all artists and creatives These are the days, this is the renaissance, this is the brand new renaissance. So anything that you create in this time with that heartbeat in the center of it all, anything that you create in that time is going to be of service to the, to the good of the future. I mean, this is what we want to keep. We're, we're, we're looking beyond the veil. We're looking into the future to see what's going to serve ourselves and our families and our friends, our communities, humanity, you know, it's like, how, how do I contribute? by being myself. That's how. So use this powerful time of going inward to just get real, get real and raw and authentic with yourself. Uh, So cool. So that Saturn will move on, we'll start to hopefully feel some more third dimensional tangibility with this work that we've been doing for the last six months. So we can push forward into the future. And then know this, that Jupiter is going retrograde. So Jupiter's continuing its retrograde in Aries, it's been fortifying the self. This, this week, it's crossing back into Pisces. And so there's, you know, some astrologers are going to talk about how it this can be a little delusional, this can be a delusional time, and especially as it gets closer to Neptune. However, the way my optimistic self looks at it all is this Jupiter going back into Pisces is offering up another glimpse into how we can amplify our dreams, amplify our creativity, amplify a higher love, a higher caliber of love, and a higher connection to to a higher consciousness or higher spirituality. But we're we're right, we're raising our vibration and we're raising our consciousness. That's what this time is about. And so use these eclipses, you know, use these eclipses to really help help yourself, help the self surrender. Surrender to truly being who you are, to being your authentic self, to putting value and meaning and love and appreciation into your own self-empowerment into your own presence start to care i hope my hope is that we we can all start to care we can start to care a little bit more about ourselves and the way that the way that we show up in this world because it has an effect on others and that's really what this past labor season showed me. And so there's an we have an opportunity to really to to start to reevaluate and revalue the most pure magical sense of who we are as individuals, as our unique self. This axis of love and power is drawing up, we have another, we have a little bit longer to go with it. We have another year, a couple eclipse cycles of this, of these lessons and what it's really showing, what it's showing is this, our ability to really activate our sensory perceptions and Start to feel the flow of love that is all around us, true love, true life's life's gifts, the sunshine, fresh air, clean water, food, fancy fabrics, <laughs> yeah. I mean just like just nurturing our senses, and then in that nurturing and and truly like starting to appreciate the little things like that, we begin to see and sense and feel the synchronicities and the magic that show up. And this axis of love and power, it's, it's cool because it's giving us, you can see it as it's a collective experience. We, you can see it, how there are power structures that are starting to crumble or that are pushing against or there's it it's kind of wild but I feel like it's it it does feel like a last call for grasping of power and and energy and that's why everybody you know the whole thing with the attention you know who's where's your attention going where's your power going where's your money going your energy going these are all Venus Scorpio (laughs) type things you know it's like where is the energy going? And if we can start to consolidate our, our, our energetic presence so that we can put it where we want it to be, where we know it can serve, you're going to, it's going to be this thing again. It's like, there's a balance between power right now and the, the nodes showing us that the power and the energy is, comes from us being able to tune into our perceptions, to be able to tune into our senses, to be human, to have a human experience, connected to nature, connected to the earth. It's, it's so simple. And at the same time, it's so profoundly complicated because of the world that we live in. And that's part of that Jupiter and Pisces too, I think, that, there's, that part of the delusionment comes from that there's so much media, there's so much imagery, sound, there's visuals, there's things that are inundating our sensory system that's having this effect on our nervous system. And it can cause confusion, it can cause disillusionment, or I mean, we, we've seen all of the spectrums, But it can also be a clear, clear moment of where we get to draw this boundary now and, and, and hone in on like, no, that's, I don't want to give that any energy anymore. I don't want to listen to that, that music that's throwing me off or that, that type of, I mean, this speech, speech is so huge, how we communicate, how others are communicating to us. So it's just, we're being inundated all the time by like, by the world there, it's speaking to us, loudly and subtly the scorpio energy is asking us to go into that and the pisces energy is asking us to go into that more subtle realm the realm of feeling and sensing the realm of observing and listening scorpio is the best listening is the best listener they're the best listeners They're some of the best listeners because they're not even only just listening with their ears. They're listening with their whole sensory system. It's a really, really powerful sign. (laughs) It's a powerful sign. It's a powerful time, you know, but like with that, with the Pisces energy too, it's asking for that higher consciousness, the higher love, the higher frequency, Of spirituality, of presence. You couple all of these alignments that I'm throwing out, all the energies of the signs and the archetypes of the signs. You couple all those things. And, you know, the message is clear that basically these are the days where this is a time, a powerful time to start to observe ourselves and our presence and be intentional about the way we move in the world so that we can be walking in our, in our clarity so that we can receive the messages and the revelations that the world and the, and our inner guidance are, are looking for. (laughs) I feel like we have a real opportunity right now to transform and evolve. When I talk about the nodes and eclipses, I call them evolutionary pathways. The messages that come through these eclipse, through the nodes, through the eclipses, give us insight and revelations on how to evolve ourselves, how to really change and move to the next level on our evolutionary path. I call them evolutionary pathways because they give us a sense of how to direct our focus. We're aiming towards the North Node and we're looking to surrender and shed South Node tendencies. This axis of love and power is encouraging a self-empowerment and a self-love that is so high frequency that I almost struggle for the words because it's bigger. This... The potentiality of humanity right now is bigger than I could communicate in words. I feel it in my heart. I can feel it in the energy for sure. And hopefully if you tune in, you can too. And I think that what I'm finally getting brave enough to participate in, because I what I know to be true is as I speak these words, and especially as I record them and share them with you, when I speak word sound power, my words, my energy, my intentions manifest, which is why I'm looking for this deeper sense of presence and clarity of myself and where I'm going so that I can speak and express clearly on those evolutionary paths. Here's the thing. I feel like right now we can really step into a sense of ourselves, a real true sense of our powerful self that is so capable and so <laughs> it's just so love. Like I'm, I'm doing it again. Here goes that the well is coming, but it, there. It's this, this flow of life. There's so much love and potentiality and abundance and healing and grace and everything that we need to have fulfillment and have fun and to be ourselves at our fullest potential is there for us. All we have to do is align to it. All we have to do is align with it to get our vibrational frequency and our presence centered enough that we can hear and sense and call. So I'm finally brave enough to listen, to listen and act that cause and effect. So I'm tuning into the frequencies. I'm tuning into the synchronicities. And I'm using this time, this deep time of mystic revelations to, to, to be brave enough to let my soul shine. <laughs> like, for real, the the brightest light you got. Woo! You know, I mean, we're going to need this light to carry us through. And so more power to yeah. More power to all of us. Anyone willing, anyone that's willing, power and prayers. For all of us to take this next level. To to step up and step in. Into that next higher frequency. That next layer of ourselves. You know. Take it to the. To a higher caliber. And so. <laughs> yeah. Whew, what a beautiful time. I know it's a lot. And. I know that it's also we're ready. I think we're ready, you know, so we should just go ahead and let our soul shine and, and enjoy this new moon solar eclipse, set big prayers and intentions and powerful. Just send out all the loving vibration that you can send out to those that are to just the whole in general every single being on this planet right now just put it out there we all need a little extra love and support in this time you know we all need a little extra love and support to carry us through this this final phase of the piscean age as we as we enter into the aquarian dawn you know like <laughs> yeah it's it's going to require us all to be ourselves so just open your heart. Be willing to see beyond the veil into the mystic. Be brave enough to witness the revelations that you're being given and take action where necessary. Most of all, be present. Stay blessed. Know I love you. <laughs> All right. Blessings and love, y'all. Peace.